Welcome to the Total Man Podcast, a podcast designed to enlighten and empower young men on how they can be well-rounded to be their best in life. This podcast will help you to maximize your authenticity in order to live a life that is true to how your creator has designed it. I and my guests will share practical insights and nuggets that will help you break the glass ceiling of beliefs and limitations that has hindered you from becoming a well-rounded man. Episodes we lead fortnightly will help you understand how to live beyond the myths, limitations, and expectations placed on the male gender by yourself and the society at large. I am your host, Oluwaseye Akinshola. Hello there. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Total Man's Podcast, which is the concluding part of the discussion with Dr. Samuel Ekundayo. In this episode, Dr. Samuel will be talking about how to build the right relationships for your vision and how to deal with toxic people that want to talk you out of your vision. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. I got to move to relationships and vision. Mm. You know, how do you build the right relationship for your vision? And I think this will be probably in two parts. And Mm. how do you deal with people like toxic people and people that are, you know, that want to talk you like, you know, talk you out of your vision or people Mm. that doesn't believe in it. You know, they just, whenever you talk to them, you feel, you doubt yourself and you doubt the vision Mm. that you have for you, for yourself. Mm. Ah, (laughs) a vision is like a seed. Like, 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 a, like, like a, a baby conceived in the womb. So who you are surrounded with um, or who the seed, the seed is around is very key. The environment of the seed is very key to the growth of the seed. The same way the environment of the baby is very, very crucial to the survival of that baby. In fact, speaking about baby, the Bible told us when Mary was pregnant in her womb and she went to go visit Elizabeth also pregnant the Bible says something that I think everybody should study the Bible said when Elizabeth greeted Mary and just greeted just greeted um, just greeting the Bible said something that uh, is worth meditating on the Bible says the baby in the two of them leaped and the Bible also said something that the spirit of God also like filled maybe the, the, the Elizabeth or filled Mary or somebody like that which meant that every relationship will either be feeding positively your vision or feeding negatively your vision there is a transfer of spirit in relationships uh, don't be uh, we should not joke about relationships that people say every conversation is an exchange of spirit Mm. If ordinary greeting, somebody the Holy Spirit entered into somebody through greeting, and babies are leaping. Visions are, in other words, the vision, the two visions are excited. The two babies are excited, all right, uh, uh, because they they greeted each other. How much more, you know, visions you know that God has put on our inside? It means we need the right company. In the words of one of my fathers in the Lord, uh, uh, Bishop Bob Alunge, he said, "You must learn the difference between your crowd." and your company 
the crowd are people who just want things from you your company are the people that are assigned to be with you for the fulfillment of your purpose and your vision so if you mix them together ha ah, i or maybe going to mistake your crowd for your company <laughs> <laughs> or mistake <laughs> uh, can become problem <laughs> so the point is you must be very very intentional about the people you surround yourself with because every conversation is an exchange of spirit it's an exchange of energy that is either lifting you up or tearing you down that is either building your faith or building up your fear that is either making you feel like it's possible or making you feel it's impossible this very same way you know when i was talking about speaking to my sister pastor De- pastor De- you me the other day you know in just speaking to her everything became possible the, 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 the unrealisticness of the vision became wow the blueprint was now possible like literally laid down in steps we need applications we need this we need that we need bar everything just came and then the same way you can go and have conversation with some other people getting into the second part of the question now and you say ah you know and since god has said we should start in school and then say ah school don't go there don't go there at all you know the person that started school in uh, 2014 that person just died the one that said that uh, he just burnt out. The, 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 the one that um, the wife just left him. The, <laughs> by, the time, by the time those negative people give you like two or three, four, five scenarios, all of a sudden you'll be like, hey, hey, hey. Interestingly, those stories that they are telling you may actually be true. But there are other success stories as well that, that those negative people didn't tell you. True, sir. Take into consideration that that vision was from God. The fact that some other people did not manage it very well and they died or they burnt out or whatever doesn't mean that you too. There are other people who manage it very well too and succeeded. The Bible says we should be, be of those uh, we should be of those who through faith and patience obtain the promise. You know we should follow the example of those who through faith and there are some people who did not through faith and patience follow the promise. So don't be exam don't make those ones your example. The, the ones that should be example should be the ones that through faith and patience obtain the promise. So if we go and listen to people who go and show us example of those who died, who who, who made mistake, who fell, who all of a sudden you start to feel hey Jesus, this I'm going to die. I cannot work. But you go and listen to people that all of a sudden they are. In fact, there's an example that come that comes to mind. David was going to go and kill Goliath, but he had to take permission from the king because Goliath had been marching for forty days and forty nights, terrorizing the whole Israel army. And he went, went to the king. He said, "King, first Samuel chapter seventeen. Uh, king, I need to go and kill this guy. Let me kill him for you. Don't worry." <laughs> ah, the king said, "You, you are a little boy." You don't have any experience at war. This guy will kill you sharp, sharp. Don't, 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 don't go there. Thank God, David, you know, really, really knew who he was. That is easy for the king. He could have just said, "Oh, king, that old king, you are right, sir. I'm just a boy. Okay, sir. Bye, bye, sir." Mm. But David said, "No, no, no, sir. No, ah, <laughs> sir. Let me give you my CV. I've killed lion. I've killed bear. I've killed this." And let me, let me, there's a part that God taught me just very recently that I want to share. Eventually Saul said, okay. But Saul now did something that was interesting. Saul gave David his own armor. He gave David his own armor. He gave David his own baggage. Gave David, <laughs> gave David things that David were not, were not used to that will weigh David down. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, as soon as David wore the armor, 
Mm. Ah! He said, I am not used to this. Mm. I can't go in this. And that was I can't go in this. <laughs> I'm not. This thing has changed me to who I'm not. I cannot accept this. You know, there are some conversations you will have that it will just weigh you down. Yeah. It will just, it will just, <laughs> all, all your desire to, 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 to become, you know, like the desire to go and kick go, like, everything will just. David said, I can't go in this, so please, sir, let's take it away. I will go, I will go my own. And the next thing the Bible recorded after taking it off was that he went to go and pick stones. That, it, because the moment you lift up all this rubbish thing, you are energized again, you have p- power again. And right there and then, he was able to go and fight, uh, go and do the fight. The point I'm trying to make is, let's be careful of the conversations. You have to be intentional to censor some of the people in your life. Don't share your vision with just any Tom, Dick and Harry. Let me just quickly chip that point in there. Your vision is not to be just shared for the sake of it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like Joseph went to go and share his dream with his brothers. We heard that he shared it with his father. Did his father try to kill him? No. The father thought it was unrealistic. But the Bible says he kept it in his heart. He kept it in his heart. But there are some people you will share it with. They would they, they will just want to like ruin you instantly you know because either they're jealous they're hateful they're they're negative and all they're toxic and all so we must be very careful you must be very careful there are some people if they're your family members and you can't run away from them just share normal things with them greet them hello hi how are you sir how is everything no but if they're your parents for instance and they are always negative and too critical of everything that you know you've shared with them in the past you don't need to share your vision with them anymore Yes, just just greet them normally. Hello, Daddy. How are you, sir? How is your work? How is everything? If they are asking you, so what are your plans now, ah, Daddy? We are still trusting God, though. We are trusting God. We are trusting God. We are tr- I'm giving practical tips now that we have so many people. We yes. are still trusting God. We are believing God for 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 many things. And as soon as soon as things unfold by the grace of God, we'll let you know. But right there and there, continue to build. Continue to build. If you don't have anyone in your immediate environment, ask God to provide you with a mentor. You know, someone that you can ask questions, someone that God can use to give you strategies, give you blueprints that will open up your mind and your heart. You just realize all of a sudden you build so fast that by the time they know what you have done, you have already done it. By the time those toxic people now hear about you've done it. You've started the school. You have started the orphanage. You have started the foundation. You have written the book. <laughs> Let them now be hearing. Let them now see the book cover design and be say, ah, so you wrote a book. Ah, daddy, that's how we saw it too. <laughs> That's how we saw it, oh, mommy. Ah, that's how we saw it, oh. We give God all the glory. But imagine if uh, the conception is when you go and ask them, and they tell you who wrote in your family, who did business and succeed in your family, who studied science and, and who did music and succeed. All of a sudden, you feel like you are a, you are an inflated hot air balloon, and you can't do it anymore. That's not the, the kind of people you surround yourself with. Amen. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, sir. Wow. I was deep. (laughs) And to the next question, Sam. And it's about I have a vision. I've, you know, I'm doing all it is, but what I'm doing, it's not really getting, I'm not getting the desired results that is expected. You know, how do I still keep on? What do I still do? Because sometimes 
Many people, they cast a vision, you know, the vision is exciting. They're trying to do one thing or the other, but the things they are doing isn't making, you know, helping them to make headway. Do you understand? So sometimes they get frustrated. They get, you know, is it really working? Am I really on the right path? You know, like all of those. So how would someone, you know, you know, even if they've tried it and it's not working, what should they do, sir? Mm, praise God. Um, like, like I said earlier on, when, whenever God gives us a vision, we go back to him for strategy. I think it was Ray Hadbonki that I first heard this from in the year 2006. I was volunteering for Christ for All Nations, the ministry of Ray Hadbonki in Singapore. And he said a statement one day. He had come into our office, just, just came in on an impromptu visit or something like that, flew in from another country. And the next thing he was asking us is, so we're supposed to do, we're going to do a conference, right, in Singapore. Um, and then he started to ask us, what's the strategy? What's the strategy? What's the strategy? And all of us were like blank, 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 blank. You know, like, and then he now took us on a teaching on strategy. He said one of the major things that is plaguing the children of God in our generation is that we get the vision from God, but we don't ask God for strategy. I'm like, wow. And then he started to show us in various, you know, scriptures, examples of how God gave people strategy. You know, when when some uh, the children of Israel were supposed to win a particular army, and he would give them a strategy, and he would say, you know, go and ambush by night, you know. And he told Gideon, he said, go and listen in, you know, for you know, and 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 Gideon went to go and eavesdrop on some conversations of his enemy, and he realized that the enemies were already afraid, you know, and all of these different strategies. But he got the strategy from God. He said, so many of us will be excited, we get the vision, but we don't go back for the strategy. He said, we must go back for the strategy. He said, the devil uses strategies. Why can't we also use strategies? The point I'm trying to make is this. If you are doing something and trying to fulfill a vision all by yourself, with your own energy, it's like trying somebody trying to do something with just manpower and energy without brain. <laughs> with no blueprint, with no plan. It to be it to be tedious. Oh my God! It to be tough. It to be it to be. You will nearly want to pull your ear your ear out. Imagine me. Okay, I got that revelation from God to start a school. All of a sudden, I just start the school. Okay, the school has started. Up. And there are many people in our generation right now. God actually told them to, yes. and they just started by themselves. Yes. No, 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 no strategy. No mm. input from any mentor. No input from any coach. Nothing. They just started. They don't even know what to do, how to. They don't, they've never done one before. They, they just started. It will be tough. That is why we must learn strategies. We must ask God for strategies. You know, for instance, you know, I remember very much well, uh, uh, um, you know, when I, was, when I was going to apply for my PhD, I had to ask somebody who has applied before. <laughs> how did you apply? And the person gave me, oh, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this. And, and, and it made it simple, you know, and it made it simple. And that was why I was able to apply and follow the same blueprint. My point is this. If God has told you to do something and you're feeling frustrated right now, you need to go back to him and say, Lord, what's the strategy? Who are the people that I need to talk to? Who are the people that have gone ahead of me? How can I leverage on that relationship to be able to get the blueprint or the strategies for me to be able to do this vision that you have put into my hands. And you realize as you do that, everything begins to become plain. Some of us, there are some things we need to learn. For instance, we need to learn the principles and the strategies of marketing. 
We need to learn the principles and the strategies of sales. We need to learn the principles and the strategies of communicating our vision. We need to learn the principles and strategies of maintaining godly relationships. Like, there are so many strategies. And in fact, Christians, in my own opinion, are some of the laziest people on earth. We just hear and we just run. We don't learn strategies. We don't know that we need to learn all these things, marketing, sales, um, um, psychology, all of these things. You need to learn them. And if you can't learn them, maybe if you have the money, employ the people who can who can do it for you. Yes. You know, in those things. And then you realize that all of a sudden things flow. This is why people of the world sometimes will go smoothly on the same paths that some Christians are struggling. Because they are spending their time to learn strategies. They are spending their time to read books. They are spending their time to go for seminars. They are, they are learning about how to be a better coach, how to be a better this. But we we just keep praying. We just keep and we we we, we are not we are not we are not even going back to God for the strategy. And and that is one of the reasons why I feel many of us are struggling. So if you are listening to this, you need to ask God for strategy. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So this would lead us to, you know, there was, you know, whilst you answered the question in, in some time back, you you mentioned the capacity. Mm. How can how can someone build capacity? Because sometimes we are very, you know, sometimes we even limit God. We are very mm. myopic and we are just like, okay, God is saying I can, you know, the vision is global, you know, and we are reducing it to local. <laughs> we are like, you know what, let me just stay in my vicinity. You know, probably mm. God wants me to do something. At least if I can reach two or three people, at least I'm not, I'm not doing badly. And it's probably because of the capacity that they built. So how can someone like that, increase their capacity you know to enlarge you know their you know, their coast in order to mm. to accommodate all that god wants to do through them although all that god has shown them you know yes. to do so. uh very powerful uh one of my friends was preaching one time he said if god wants to uh do a hundred gigabytes thing uh he, he will not go and give it to somebody who has um, uh, 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 a 10 megabyte capacity. Look for somebody that has close to the capacity of that 100 gigabyte. Yeah. Because that's the person that is most likely going to be able to get it done. Sure, if God wants to do something global and all you always think about is local, mm. it may be a very tough one. No? Um, <laughs> so building capacity is very key. A very good example in the scripture, I think it's 2 Kings chapter 4 or thereabout, uh, the prophet's widow, um, where um, a prophet, Elisha, had told the woman uh, when she came and said, oh, the creditors have come to take my sons away because of the debts that you know the dead husband had. And Elisha said, go, what do you have in your house? The woman said, I have oil. In other words, everybody has something that God wants to use. Yes, sir. To enlarge their cause, to enlarge their capacity. Everybody has something, right? But the next thing the man of God said is worth studying. The man of God said, go and borrow vessels. Mm. Go and borrow vessels. Go. The word borrow is so powerful and so important. They are not your vessel. Mm. So go and borrow ideas. Go and borrow wisdom. Mm. Go and borrow knowledge. Go and read books. Go to seminars. Because there, there's nothing new. Everything that you, are, you, you you want to do, God has helped some other people to do it. Some of them are not even Christians. But they are organizing seminars. You don't attend. They are organizing workshops. You don't attend. God says you should host a conference. You've never attended any conference before. 
God said you should start a uh, school. You you've never even attended any school, any school like the same one that you had to start before. How would you see their blueprint and their framework? Mm. You know, these are the, the things that helps us to build capacity. The man of God said, borrow and borrow not a few. Borrow so much. Borrow a lot. <laughs> borrow, 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 borrow not a few. Because that oil will need to be multiplied. And it's the capacity with which you have that that oil will fill. The moment it's full, it will stop. Mm. So you better have enough capacity to be able to handle what God is said to do through you. Yes, sir. So, read about marketing. Mm. Read about sales. Read about finance. Read about, uh, about accounts. Read about communication. Read about study. Give yourself to study. Learn. You know, uh, Paul was telling Timothy, study to show yourself approved. Right? Study. Study. Mm. And attend seminars. Pay for coaching. Invest in that thing. And be all that God has created you to be. You will realize that's how you build capacity. All of a sudden, the things that look mountainous to you no longer look mountainous anymore. The things that looks too big no longer looks too big. You are now realizing the tools, the resources, the things that you can do, that you need to do, that you need to get to be able to get those things done. And they are no longer seeming too far out of reach anymore. That's how to build capacities. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for that. As And those were practical. Those were practical. Please Thank please you very much, sir. And in... Where we'll be rounding off soon now. And the, we'll, we'll be talking about, you know, vision and legacy. Mm. How do we, you know, translate the, our, our vision or, you know, make our children get into it? How do we, you know, make them catch such vision that it will propel them to probably set vision or to run with it to, or to set vision for their lives to based on what we have done you know so you know, just so just living you know, even when whilst we are gone we've left a part of us mm. behind mm. for them to carry on mm. Mm. praise god yes hallelujah. god was still speaking to me from a scripture very recently and i was preaching from it yesterday in our church hebrews chapter 11 verse 4 mm. the bible says by faith abel gave a more acceptable offering than cain and God judged his offering as excellent in that even that Abel had long, is long dead, his uh, is gifts, uh, is not, even that Abel is long dead, uh, he still speaketh, he yet speaketh. Long dead yet speaking. That's the that's the that's the way it, it put it. Let me try and let me try and read it. Uh, 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 it really changed my life. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. If we want our children or the next generation to catch anything we do. We must give an acceptable offering through faith. It will take me a bit of time to really explain the scripture fully deep, but I will try and do justice to it within about two minutes. For able to give his offering, he had a conviction of faith 
that is giving it to God. And in Genesis chapter 4, the gift that Abel gave was different from that of Cain. Cain. Cain was doing it by religion. Abel was doing it by intimacy and relationship, out of a deep love from God. Abel's offering was worship. Cain's offering was just an offering. That's why God recorded that, the Bible recorded that God had respect for Abel and his offering. And it is true that offering, that worship, that is actually sacrificial because he gave his first and the best. Cain's one was not sacrificial. He gave not, he just gave something. The Bible says he gave some of his crops, some. I can imagine maybe he's even like the the worst, the rest, not the best. <laughs> but Abel gave the best. To leave a legacy for our works to still be speaking after we are dead. Just like this scripture says, Abel is long dead. He still speaks to us by his example of it. Is to give an acceptable offering. Is to make our life holy and acceptable. A pleasing sacrifice. A worship unto the Lord. Totally. Where no holds bare. Just completely given to the Lord. Literally. Living that vision to the fullest. Let our children see and learn from us. Let us bring them into it even while we are still alive. Let them be a part of the vision. That's why you see some of these Kenneth Egan, you see some of these amazing people, the Billy Grahams of this world, you know, and their children are involved in what they're doing because they, they, they it's it's more like it's their entire life and they're so wrapped in it and it's like they can't see any life beyond that, you know, because their fathers have shown them the example of faith, the example of intimacy, the example of the work with God and our generation owes the next generation that where even after we are long dead and gone the things that we've done still speaks of our example of faith the books that we've written the 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 the, the places we've we've, we've we've been to the messages we've preached we mu- it must it must be a sacrifice it must be a sacrifice it must be born out of love it must be the best not just the rest it must really be an example for the next generation Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Please Thank you. On. Really Please appreciate that, sir. So because of our time, in do you have any, you know, black parting words, you know, for any man there? And I'm sure, you know, you've been able to get one or two things, you know, from this conversation. You know, I'm sure Dr. Sam has, I'm, I've been blessed already. So I'm sure you will be blessed and you are blessed as I am. So I will just, you know, ask Dr. Sam for a parting words for us, sir. Uh, glory to God. Um, my parting word is everybody listening to this podcast, please listen more. Listen more to this podcast. Uh, this is one of the ways we enlarge capacity for the vision of God for our lives. We can't blame God um, if, we, if we play small, whereas God is trying to give us a big vision. We cannot blame God. Um, we must build capacity. And truly listening to a podcast like this, uh, subscribing to it as men, as young men, I'll be subscribing myself as young men to learn, to grow, to enlarge our capacity. That's how we can be more, do more, live more, love more, be better husbands, be better fathers, be better children of God as well uh, in our growth and in our fellowship with God. And I'm so excited. I'm so privileged, so honored 
uh, to be a part of what God is doing on this podcast. Uh, and I know very much well that you, even you, the listeners as well, uh, you testify of this podcast as something that has helped and changed your life in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you, Brother Yi, for obeying the call of God and to start and kickstart this vision. I'm really very proud of you. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Really appreciate. Thanks for coming. Thanks for honoring us. You know, Dr. Sam is our first, you know, guest on this podcast. And, you know, as I said, there'll be many more, you know, many more guests to come. And just watch out. We're going to be bringing you, we're going to be talking about topics that will make you well-rounded as a man. You know, so you're, you're well-rounded, you know, and unleashed to live your authentic life, to live from your core. So that is the, you know, the tenet of this of this podcast. So listen up and, and, and I can assure you that you will be blessed. Thank you so much, sir, for this. We really appreciate And I'm sure my listeners have been blessed just as I have been blessed. Really appreciate it. Until we meet again on the next episode, remain blessed and keep winning. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Amen. Thanks for joining this week's episode of the Total Man Podcast. You can check me out on Instagram and Facebook at Oluwashiyi Akinshola. As always, kindly rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that you can catch new episodes when they are released so that we can continue to bring you fresh and exciting content. Thank you.